Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are really thrilled today. We are here to be talking about the non-Hallmark Christmas movies that we've seen over the last two weeks. Yes. And I'm Rachel and Amy's here. Hey, guys. Yes. And uh, so far, how do you feel? Now we're a couple, like three weeks in to the Christmas movie season. And how are you feeling kind of about season as a whole so far i think it's really good i personally think up is really really strong this year um and so i'm like really excited to see what else they have coming because i think they've had three really good movies so far Mm -hmm. um lifetime hasn't been doing it for me really like i just haven't seen as much like they're okay but nothing that's making me extremely happy, like the thing that's making me most extremely happy in all three of these movies, all or four of these movies we're talking about today, is um, the mention of the same storm in every single Lifetime movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like, that's the only thing that is making me happy about these movies right now. <laughs> I do agree. I think that Lifetime is not bringing it this year. I'm very disappointed hmm. after such a strong year last year. And maybe we should have been clued in by the fact they didn't do the preview show this year mm-hmm. uh, because last year the preview show itself was one of the highlights of the whole season. Yeah. That preview show was so funny. That, it was so good. And so good. not having one this year, I, first off, I'm like, well, why not? Like, did they not have previews ready or something? Yeah. Or um, I don't know. I feel like, okay, this might be rude, but I feel like a lot of these movies are, are carbon copies of old Hallmark movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just they they're just really bland and mm-hmm. and I I don't know I I have I've liked two of the Lifetime I mean I I mean I've liked the as far as Lifetime like I there haven't been that many that I've like hated but yeah. I don't know I just last year was so good so maybe my expectations were too high. Mm-hmm. But I pretty much think that Hallmark has been way better this yeah. year than Lifetime, which I was not anticipating. Well, because Lifetime had like two hits last year, Christmas Perfection and Christmas Pen Pals yeah. were like two really good ones. And then they had a couple others, like the one with Beth, uh, uh, the uh, Lucy from 7th Heaven. I can't remember her name. <laughs> uh, was that on? Oh, that was the hometown hometown like that was okay like but but, the the nutcracker one that was pretty funny but i feel like this year a lot of them are they're not something i'd watch again like i didn't hate them yeah i i don't see myself being like oh i have to watch this again like no it was a one and done type of thing and it kind of reminds me of their slate in 2017 where Mm -hmm. i felt like they had these huge bloated casts like i remember uh, wrapped up in christmas for instance we had tatiana lee jasmine guy and kim fields and it had this huge cast of people that i love but then the story just wasn't that great and didn't do it for me and i kind of feel a little bit like that here like that with lifetime that they're they have these pretty good casts full of people that i like and they they sound good in theory but then in execution, they're kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So it's, it is disappointing. But yeah, I agree with you also about Up. They are killing it this year. And the ratings are showing. Mm-hmm. They're doing practically as well yeah. as Hallmark. 
which is awesome. Yeah. Which is great. And I'm, (laughs) I just think that Amy Winter is, is just doing such a good job running that, that, uh, that network because I mean, it's not an easy thing, you know, trying to make a, a debt with a small network. Yeah. And the thing is it, I really think that up is doing quality over quantity. Yeah. And it seems like Lifetime this year just tried to up quantity without trying mm-hmm. to improve quality as well. And then Hallmark's always, I mean, their stuff is always good quality, even if there's mm-hmm. a ton of them. Um, but I feel like Lifetime didn't catch up with the quality when they were increasing their quantity. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree. And I was expecting to say that about Hallmark. But so mm-hmm. far, I, I feel like their movies have been pretty good pretty yeah. entertaining like even ones that uh like we're just kind of i mean the, the only one that i really really disliked from hallmark was the merry christmas match but yeah that one was okay everything else yeah i thought was 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 pretty good yeah i've i've enjoyed pretty much everything else they've done this year so, so. yeah i agree well let's dive in and talk about the movies all righty okay all right so let's start out we're starting out with a sequel from last year on up uh-huh. uh called christmas with a prince becoming royal mm-hmm. and this stars caitlin lieb nick hounslow and charles i'm not even gonna try that last Shaughnessy. name <laughs> charles Shaughnessy. Shaughnessy. yeah okay thank you <laughs> <laughs> um so one year after dr tasha and prince alec may meet and feel, fall in love, Tasha is on her way to spend the holidays at San Savar and get a taste of royal life. When Alex surprises her with a royal engagement, she spends her first magical days there trying to stay grounded while managing a task and planning a royal wedding. But when Miranda starts scheming to break the two up, it will take a big sacrifice and a Christmas miracle to make sure they get the holiday royal wedding of their dreams. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, so first thing I wanted to ask you, though, is did you like in this movie the difference in location where it's not focusing so much on the hospital, but it was now we were in the kingdom? Yeah, I mean, I felt like this was stronger than the first pretty much all around. <laughs> and I, I think because there was it was slightly awkward, like having this grown man in the uh, the children's pediatrics <laughs> wing of the hospital. And I don't know, it didn't quite work for me last year. And they didn't have enough of Charles Shaughnessy, who I love, who is the the uh, is is in the nanny, and yeah. which is a show I love. And they definitely added way more to his part in this one, which I enjoyed. And I I, I don't know. I mean, this is a fairly standard princess movie. It's mm-hmm. not reinventing the wheel. But as I said in my little summary that I do on my on my Twitter, I said if you're in the mood for a movie like this, you could certainly do worse. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, mean, I did get to interview the director uh, this oh, summer, awesome. Justin Dyke. Yeah. And he's really cool, really cool guy. So I'll put a link to that in the description section. If people want to, want to l- listen to him, but, uh, but yeah, I thought this was, was cute. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I completely agree with everything you said. I liked it as well. And I think it was a little bit more scandalous than something yeah. you see Hallmark with the whole like um, uh, issue with the like Photoshop pictures and stuff. Yeah. So 
Um, I think it, it kind of upped an ante for me a little bit just because it was a little, uh, a little more scandalous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Miranda, she is. She was, oh, yeah. She was very skeevy. The skeevy Russian, you know, like whatever. <laughs> that was really fun. I, uh, I do you think that because this is done so well, the second one, and I agree, I think the second one was a little bit better. Do you think they're going to go like the Netflix route has with their royal movies? And do you think we're going to get a royal baby next year on it? I I think so. I yeah. do. Yeah. Something Same. like that. The only, I mean, we're talking nitpicks, but I didn't love her dress. Yeah. I It was okay. I mean, I recently started watching Heartland, and I'm pretty sure this main actress She's on Heartland. Oh, okay. so, like, I started to love her a little. Like, I enjoyed her more in this movie because I knew who she was, whereas last year I didn't. Uh-huh. So, Well, yeah. I mean, it, I just – I don't particularly love non-white wedding dresses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a traditionalist, I yeah. guess, that way. It was, it was a little and, weird. Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like it looked like a prom dress more than a wedding dress. And I did like yeah. the veil on it. That was very pretty. But – I don't know. I just didn't like it. It was just a weird color. Yeah. I was like, oh, is that her? Like when she first came out and then I'm like, oh, are they having a ball or something or an engagement party or something? Not, I didn't think that would be her wedding dress. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't love the dress. Uh, And I, I thought that it could, the pacing could have been a little tighter, but Mm -hmm. it was fun having that, that, what do you think of that weird guy at the, uh, that the air if the airport was that supposed to be like kind of santa clausy or something i i'm not sure but like when she first met him i'm like oh he's the one who did something and like he's gonna make it all better like i kind of knew right away <laughs> like i suspected him um i guess maybe a santa claus character maybe i don't know <laughs> yeah he's a he weird I, santa <laughs> he was well i i kind of liked i liked his performance but i was just unsure of what what he was supposed to be like he was just mm-hmm. kind of a weird character it was just like the random weird paparazzi guy <laughs> yeah and so but I, I i felt like this is kind of a a, a rock and roll santa kind of archetype like character mm-hmm. i don't know there was some some definitely trying to be like christmas magic or whatever yeah and so that was that was weird <laughs> and yeah the whole picture thing was just I mean, why was he? How did he get a picture like that anyway? Like I know, right? <laughs> I like mean, it was <laughs> awfully posed. Yeah, uh, and just like the minute I saw those pictures, I'm like looking at it from a Photoshop perspective, and I'm like, okay, uh, literally, it's cut right there. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> I mean, I think that in this day and age, anybody who would try to blackmail somebody like that, you know, I just it, it, it had sort of a charm to it because it felt felt really old school. It felt like something from the 90s. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but I don't know. It, it, it was just it was just really funny. Yeah. And the whole blackmail thing of her like being like, I'm going to put it on the internet or whatever. The yeah. thing is, there are so many, like this would get on Tumblr in like 20 minutes and someone would pick apart that it had been photoshopped like yeah the internet would be like yeah no that's fake <laughs> so well and also <laughs> the whole idea of this like treaty mm-hmm. between these two countries that also felt kind of 
I don't know, kind of ridiculous that, that any leader would give up uh, like millions of dollars and this huge, you know, treaty or whatever, <laughs> evidently that's essential to their people in, in order for, you know, it's not like yeah. we're not in the 1600s or something like that where yeah. people are, you know, where there's marriage treaties and stuff like that. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> like royal families are just basically for, for show <laughs> now. <laughs> and so that would be crazy. You'd, it'd be like, I don't know, I mean, sacrificing your, your whole economy so that you can have uh, you know, for like celebrity photo ops and stuff. Like it's, uh, it was, it was funny, but uh, yeah. So how many out of five stars would you give this one? I'm giving it 3.75. Okay, good. Yeah. What'd um, you give it? I think I'd go more like 3.25. Okay. Cause I, I do think the pacing could have been a little better, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah. I, and I like her brother. Yeah, Good. he like stole the show for me. Yeah. I really like him, yeah. He was he was good. So, I think mm-hmm. they did it. They did a good job. I like I said if it's not going to if you, if you look at it and you're like, "Oh, that looks terrible. I never want to watch that." Then it won't be for you. But yeah. If you if you like princess movies, then you'll enjoy it. Mhm. All righty. So, up next, we have another one from Up. <laughs> pun intended, um, <laughs> called A Rock and Roll Christmas, starring Beverly Mitchell, Catherine Mary Stewart, and David Pin- Pinard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and this is an estranged mother-daughter country music duo reunite after 10 years apart to release a Christmas single after a video of them goes viral. Now they're going to need a lot of forgiveness and a little Christmas magic to write a song that perfectly captures the spirit of Christmas and brings their family back together. Mm-hmm. So what did you think of this, Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I did think the acting was pretty strong. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought the music was pretty good. Yeah. And I think that it was refreshing to watch a movie that was more about familial conflict than, mm-hmm. uh, than romance. Did have that romantic element, but the core of the movie was about uh, this family trying to get yeah. along. And I liked that. My my problem with the movie is I think that the familial conflict was resolved way too quickly. Mm-hmm. And and it's just hard because you only have so much time yeah. in these movies. So I don't know what I would suggest, but it just felt too fast that all of a sudden they went from from some pretty pretty hateful words and some pretty hard conflict to uh to everything you know they were singing on the stage and everything being hunky-dory uh mm-hmm. in at the end and so that was my main frustration with the movie but it, it was it was it was fine yeah i agree i i really liked it though i really i loved the singing in it um and i kind of it made me happy that they weren't singing the same song over and over and over again because mm-hmm. there's so many of these movies like that where it'll be like we have to work on this one song and then they sing that song like 12 times in the movie but all of these were different and that made me happy and made me feel more like it was actually you know they were actually a group <laughs> because they weren't just working on the same song the whole time yeah um but i also feel like there wasn't enough time spent on the couple specifically beverly mitchell's like that coupling like mm-hmm. I don't think there was enough time for it. And by the time they kissed at the end, I was like, 
okay, but they hardly know each other. It didn't, yeah. it didn't sell it for me on the relationships and even the relationship between the mom and the produce, not the producer, her agent or whatever. I was like, well, this really, there wasn't really like a lot of time mm-hmm. for that to be figured out. So it just kind of seemed a little off for me. Yeah, that, I, really I mean, it. I think maybe they should have ended the conflict a little sooner. Mm-hmm. Maybe just had because they had you know three or four scenes of them, you know, arguing. bickering, bickering, yeah. arguing, yeah, and 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 pretty saying pretty hurtful stuff. And mm-hmm. I think maybe if they'd cut that down to like two, yeah, and then gotten them to sort of make up a little bit more quickly i think that would have helped and you would have gotten a little bit more invested in their relationship mm-hmm. uh but uh, and and then maybe be able to have some of the romance be a little bit sooner as well yeah uh but but yeah i mean it was solid and i did think i do think they everybody across the board i think was, was pretty good acting in yeah it. yeah Great acting and great music. I didn't know Beverly Mitchell could sing like that. So. <laughs> well, I mean, last Shop. year she sang oh, in yeah. uh, Hometown Holiday, uh, but, <laughs> but it was the curse of Oh Holy Night. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and that was the problem. That inspired my first uh, Oh Holy Night rant. <laughs> oh, okay. I remember a couple of those last year. I can't keep them straight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I and you'll hear I got to interview Lara Osnes and I, who's Broadway singer. I said, Lara, can you agree with me that Oh Holy Night is a really hard song and people should not sing it if they're not like super, you know, professional singer? And she was like, Yeah, it's a pretty hard song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so vindication <laughs> but anyway but yeah i i think the song suited their voices better mm-hmm. than that and uh and it was cute the uh that the da- the granddaughter slash daughter uh mm-hmm. came out at the end and so it was the three of them singing and yeah and so yeah i uh, i give this one um let's see do i like it uh, I'm, I'm, i mean I, i'm trying to think if i liked it better <laughs> can we can we just like clip that and like did i like it because that the way you said it was just perfect <laughs> well did i like it more than cr- the christmas with the prince because i gave that 3.25 mm-hmm. i think i did like it a little more uh so i'm gonna give it 3.5 <laughs> all right and i gave it the exact same 3.5 oh, yeah yeah, it's good. Uh, so yeah, it wasn't quite as good as last year. There was um uh, on Ion Channel. I'm trying to remember. It was like Christmas, Christmas duet or Christmas duo oh, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it was really good. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast there, the good folks over at Skylight Frame. And right now you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com, enter code Hallmark. That's not Hallmark Ease, enter code Hallmark, and you'll get $10 off your purchase. That's Skylight Frame, S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com, code Hallmark. And what's really cool, we've seen a lot of different digital frames over the years but what they the special about this one is that people can upload to the frame from sending an email 
and they can do it all digitally. You don't have to be connected to it through USB or anything like that. So you could be looking at your frame and surprise a picture from one of your relatives, your friends, whatever could pop up on the, on the frame, which I think is such a fun idea. And if you're looking for a present for this holiday season, this is a really I think novel fun option uh, there and it's very attractive. It's a black frame with white mat. Uh, it looks like a traditional framed photograph, 10 inch touchscreen, and it's just really easy to use. They have hundred percent satisfaction guaranteed. So Amy, do you think that this is something that would be fun for a gift or something like that? Oh yeah. I think that'd be awesome. You could, uh, pictures of my nephews. Mm. Uh, my parents would love that. Yeah. Definitely. So you can get a special holiday offer right now, $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame. You go to skylightframe.com, enter code Hallmark. So that's skylightframe, S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com, enter code Hallmark. All right, let's switch it on over to lifetime, guys. All right, start out with Christmas reservations. This is one that was like highly anticipated because yeah. it's the Melissa Joan Hart, Michael Gross, Marky Post, Ted McGlinley, and Ricardo Chavara. Okay. Um, and this is, it's Christmas at the Treeline Ski Resort where Holly is an event coordinator at her family's lodge. She plans every event and keeps all the guests happy. But when her college sweetheart, now widowed with two children, checks in, Holly discovers she has her own reservations about life and love. Ooh. Yeah. And this was a big ensemble cast. There was a lot of different little groups in this movie. So which was your favorite guest grouping and which was your favorite couple grouping? Because there was a lot. <laughs> well, yeah. I, in theory, I like this movie a lot because that whole idea of a sort of a, Christ- a Christmas following all the different guests at a Christmas mm-hmm. hotel sounds so much fun. And I, I think my favorite was probably Michael Gross and the two ladies. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know they were both interested, but that whole sort of plot line I thought was really sweet and I enjoyed it. Uh, but I had a lot of issues with this movie. I don't know. Oh, what was cool. your favorite? Um, so my favorite guests were, I would, I like the sisters, Kay and Tay. I like those. And then my favorite couple was the young couple, which was Ponhi and I don't know what the little, the guy's name was, but Uh, I I liked the college storyline a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, I, I was frustrated by this movie. I felt like the writing just wasn't very good and i and i hate to i don't want to sound mean because i think it's good to have that they really went for it as far as the diversity but mm-hmm. they needed to get stronger stronger talent i thought that that uh indian or pakistani woman the grandma mm-hmm. i thought she was so bad i thought really? she yeah, I thought that every time she was on screen, I was just cringing. I thought her acting was terrible. And uh, and I... Well, this I just, is only her third part ever. Okay. Or fifth, fifth part. Oh, I'm on okay. her IMDb, so... Uh, it, yeah, it, it showed. Uh, she just didn't do it for me. Uh, that's just how I felt. And I, I just, I felt like the writing in this movie was so clunky. And so everybody felt... Uh, there were just very few moments that to me felt human and real and every, everything felt awkward when it was supposed to be funny. And 
I, I don't know. I, I just, I felt like the diversity that they did have felt really, really like stereotypes and just really mm-hmm. not like, that's the hard part about when you include diversity, if you don't do it well, it can come off as really cloying. And that's how I felt with this. And uh, I don't know, like even stuff like the dog being a reindeer was just <laughs> stupid. It was ridiculous. Like it. And I, I don't know, like in theory, this should be fun, but I don't know. The writing just wasn't there for me. I, I just, I don't know. I just, like I said, felt like I was cringing the whole time. So it didn't, I didn't like it. No, I, it was, they tried, I feel like they tried too hard to make an ensemble cast. And I mean, I really was not invested in most of it. Like the whole old Olympic medalist thing, like that storyline, I was like, okay, what's the point of this? Um, just come off as, it it was too much. It's, well, it's just awkward when somebody, it's like somebody trying to tell a joke Mm-hmm. and it's not working and they keep persisting at it and persisting at it you're yeah. just like read the room guy like what are you doing yeah, and exactly. that's how it felt this it was just oh, i, I am like happy because like this is probably the only like college kids falling in love we're gonna get probably the whole season because for yeah. some reason all these network christmas movies are like yeah people under 25 they can't fall in love <laughs> like, so no, i mean that's true but uh, i even that was cringy to me i just didn't like this movie it wasn't for me mm-hmm. I, I i i thought that the melissa joan hart and and ricardo uh chavira mm-hmm. i thought they had decent chemistry and like i kind of liked the fact that she at the end she's just like well i'm getting in the car with you like what <laughs> that was weird <laughs> but uh, but uh yeah but just the writing it just wasn't there for me the writing mm-hmm was more awkward than funny and uh, it it felt like it was just very cliched and i know a lot of these movies are very cliched but it was just done in a, a way that felt kind of like stereotypes and mm-hmm. awkward uh awkward scenes and i, I don't know I, yeah. I i i i like the fact the fact that they got this diverse cast but you have to execute it well otherwise it's just kind of like oh yeah to me so so what would you rank it um, one and a half i really didn't Whoa. enjoy it yeah wow i was very generous i gave it a, <laughs> I, I, I gave it a two <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay. Uh, okay yeah i mean that's i know a lot of people really enjoyed it so that's awesome but mm-hmm. it was not for me uh so yeah all right. All right. So uh, let's move on to the next one then. <laughs> um, uh, Always and Forever Christmas, starring Lexi Lawson, Mark Gaim, Cardi Wong, and Beth Roderick. <laughs> um, well, now we can start to feel happy because I really enjoyed this one. This was one of my favorites, if not my favorite, from Lifetime this season. I mean, the story is, we've seen it all the time with the Save the... Yeah. Uh, save the store but i kind of liked there was sort of this element of christmas magic to it to the store that was sort of fun mm-hmm. and i loved the whole little side romance between uh, between cardi wong and and that, that girl that was See, that so- was like the only part i liked oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah 
I liked I liked the, the Lexi Lawson. I thought she was really cute. And I don't know. I just I bought the her transformation and I liked I thought they had pretty good chemistry between the two leads and I don't know. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really cute. Yeah, I don't agree. Um, <laughs> um, I was very, I was like, okay, Christmas inheritance. Like it took a lot for me to even want to watch this movie. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to see any more inheriting because I just, I don't think they always do it well. Um, I don't know if you noticed this, but the audio was awful the entire movie it kept going up and down in the sound. I was like, it's way too loud. I like my volume. I had to have my thumb on the volume button the entire time. Cause audio was going up and down so quickly. Uh-huh. Um, like when there was music, it was way louder than it should be and stuff. And it just kind of took me away from the viewing experience. I didn't like, I, I don't even remember what happened between the main couple. <laughs> like, uh-huh. and I watched this yesterday. It just, it didn't, I just didn't like it. Uh-huh. I, forgot most of it afterward and Cardi Wong was the only thing that saved this movie for me. Yeah, I thought that his little side romance was so cute. Mm-hmm. I was a big it. fan of, of that and I don't know, I kind of liked her sort of, it was almost like a superhero origin story. <laughs> she, she, she sort of realizes that and as this, and I like Beth Broderick as this sort of Santa. Yeah, she, she did was, a good job. Yeah, really Mrs. Claus. She was cute, and yeah, she's sort of uncovering her her Christmas Christmas magical powers. <laughs> it was cute. The little dinging sound whenever she found a present, I was like, "Really, <laughs> really? Are you kidding me?" Yeah, it was it was cute, and for me, and I, I, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I guess I don't have that much more to say about it, but I just. I don't know. I just thought it was cute. <laughs> and and I, I, I do have to say, I did laugh a lot when she was talking about selling this thing to the athleisure company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I yeah. thought that was really funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I said, the save the whatever uh, yeah. plot line is not the best, mm-hmm. but uh, I still enjoyed it. What can I say? All right. What I was just do? so burnt out on Christmas reservations that. I- <laughs> <laughs> what did you uh, give it? Um, I'll give it a three point seven five. Cheese. Okay. Because yeah, I enjoyed it more than uh, whatever one I gave three point five to. So, uh, that was rock and roll Christmas. Yeah, I enjoyed it more. Yeah. I so more. I gave it a two. <laughs> okay. Good. All right. <laughs> All right. So next we have actually I didn't get a chance to see this one, okay. um, but this is Radio Christmas, starring Keisha Knight, Polham, Tim Reed, Belinda Montgomery, and Michael Xavier. And it's about a Philadelphia radio station closes for repairs during the holiday, and the DJ is forced to broadcast from the small town of Bethlehem. Is that Bethlehem? Yeah, Bethlehem, <laughs> Pennsylvania. It's okay. actually not a small town. It's, it's yeah. like a, a city. Okay. <laughs> I was like, am I reading that wrong? Right? Is the city yeah. actually called Bethlehem? Yeah, yeah, there really is. There's okay. True. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, Christmas, it's a Christmas round sta- year-round station on the radio, and cars cease to uncover the identity of the town's secret Santa, an anonymous benefactor that saved the, all of Bethlehem's Christmas activities. Along the way, she discovers the true meaning of family, community, love, and of course, Christmas. 
Yeah, so this movie uh, is very up and down for me. It was a little better than I expected because I have to admit, the other movies that I've seen with with Keisha Knight-Pulliam, who was on the Cosby show, and mm-hmm. I absolutely adored her, I... I, I liked I really loved the Cosby show back in the day and anyway I, the other movies I've seen with her have not been my favorite like have been sort of DNFs like not good but she was she was pretty good in this she was there was a warmth to her that I liked but Michael Xavier this guy he is so charming I I was very impressed with him he he was a great leading man in my opinion and I I really liked him in this and he's a classic uh, small town guy with many jobs <laughs> which I love in these movies and uh, he the, 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 anything involving the radio station and there's sort of a conflict uh, between them and she's wanting to interview him and then certain things happen and he feels betrayed and whatever all of that I hated it was very boring and I didn't buy the conflict I didn't like it but anything outside of that involving the small town involving her, the, the, there's a little girl he has a little girl uh, involving, you know, Tim Reed plays his dad. All of that stuff I actually quite enjoyed and I thought was really good. But it, for a movie about this title, Radio Christmas, there really wasn't hardly any Christmas music, which I thought was weird. And I, so it was a mixed bag for me, but there were quite a bit of things that I did like in it. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably give it, mm, I'd probably give it th- a three. Three, three stars. Alrighty. Yeah. But um, to, look out for this um, Michael Xavier. He was so charming. So should I watch it? <laughs> um, if you have time, it's not a <laughs> I don't. watch. <laughs> it's not awful either. It's, it's, I'd give it, like I said, three out of five. All right. I'm not, I'm not being a completionist this year, by the way. <laughs> I can't do that again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> All right. So the next one is A Sweet Christmas Romance starring Adeline Kane, Grayson Holt, Hosma Fod, and Loretta Devine. And this is when a food stylist, Holly, returns home for Christmas. She learns that Loretta, the elderly owner of her favorite childhood bakery, is retiring and has started a contest to give the bakery away to whoever can recreate her famous 12 Days of Christmas recipes. Holly enters, despite not being much of a cook, when the local baker named Brad also enters the contest, the two adversaries end up cooking something special together for the holidays. so this movie first of all i do love if you're gonna do a save the whatever plot line Mm -hmm. it was kind of refreshing to me that the reason for the sale of the bakery was such a happy reason she found love and i mean you know it's not some corporate you know threatening to take them down (laughs) or bankruptcy or anything like that it was just she's moving for love i was like that's that's nice i like that cute (laughs) and and i loved loretta divine she's such she's like the perfect mother Mm -hmm. like she's she's so warm and lovely and i i really like adelaide kane and um and grayson holt i like grayson so much better with short hair uh, yeah. <laughs> he's he has that longer hair in a lot of different mm-hmm. movies i liked i don't know just more my style i guess um and i i thought that 
they had decent chemistry. Do you agree with me that Adelaide Kane should be in a movie where she plays Jessica Landis' sister? I think they have similar features, they yeah. Look so much alike. Yeah. It would be great. <laughs> I'm not going to look at Jessica. I'm going to put them together on Google and see what happens. Yes, they look so much alike to me. But I thought that they were good. I liked them. And I thought that her family was kind of funny and weird. Like their sort of snarky commentary throughout the whole movie mm-hmm. was sort of enjoyable. Yeah. And, <laughs> and also, like, <laughs> evidently her mother's the worst baker like forever like so stay hilarious. out of the kitchen don't even step inside <laughs> that was funny the yeah. thing i struggled with in this movie is i thought the plot was so dumb even for one of these movies the whole idea that there's this weird competition to i, I guess it was to just get the lease so they really mm-hmm. aren't they're not because at first i was so confused because i'm like how does she afford like she needs to sell in order to like unless she's independently wealthy she can't just yeah. give away the 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 bakery what maybe she's she, been good with her money all these years she's got a little nice nest egg or I something mean, that's a pretty big nest egg it's probably <laughs> worth you know i mean it's several hundred thousand dollars maybe she's really good at the stock market <laughs> I mean, it was just weird. And then they were like, oh, we'll sign you over the lease at the end. And so I'm like, oh, so they're not really giving it away. They're just, I don't know. But but the, so the plot the whole time, I'm just like, what is this competition? This is so dumb. And, and the whole idea that like she's making cookies, even towards the end, that people can't even eat, they can't even finish. Mm-hmm. And, and yet she's, I mean, she doesn't know to not, that you have to have egg in gingerbread and no egg and shortbread. Like also she supposedly worked for the bakery her like, whole life uh, before she became a food stylist and she didn't pick up any to make a cookie. Like what? Apparently not. <laughs> it's like, um, I mean, you'd think if you had worked at a bakery your whole life that you would know about eggs Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Like, and I <laughs> it was, uh, but whatever. I, I also thought it was kind of ridiculous that supposedly he's like a trained pastry chef and he doesn't know how to decorate a cookie. I mean, come on. Uh, and <laughs> that was ridiculous. And, but I liked their cute little date scenes and their cute yeah. little interactions. I just, and I, I have to say I hated her, like her son Carson. That I thought. He oh, was he was so irritating. Right, he was so rude, and I, I didn't feel it at all. With I, I was like, to the to the assistant or whatever. I'm like, he's me. so dumb. Like he doesn't get it. Yeah, he was so rude, and I'm like, she doesn't. She's way too good for him. Yeah, exactly. I, I wasn't feeling that relationship at all. And <laughs> and then it's like his attitude changed just like so quickly. It didn't yeah, make sense. I didn't like it. And so I don't know. It's a mixed bag for me, I guess. I, I mean, I really liked it. And it was mainly because of the main couple. The other stuff I was like, eh, whatever. But um, yeah. But yeah, and I thought it was cute. And I mean, I love those baking shows. So that made me happy. 
<laughs> also, that one scene where she first starts to bake at the at, at her house and she is covered in flour. Like I don't even know how you like get how that would you do flour. that? <laughs> like, and then literally probably five minutes later, she's looks like she's ready to shoot a movie. I mean she's mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Like, what, did she have time to shower in between this? What? I don't know. I mean, that's that's a nitpick, but I just, I wish the plot had been better because I thought so many of the different ingredients were really good that, mm-hmm. I don't know, I wish the plot had been better. Yeah. So, I don't know. I would give it probably three stars. Three stars. And I gave it 3.5 stars. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'd like to thank our second sponsor of this episode of the podcast the glamour jewelry box company and they've been such a great sponsor for us and it's a really fun thing everybody likes getting stuff in the mail it's just just such a fun surprise and here you can get a affordable monthly jewelry subscription service uh, where you get a bracelet a necklace and a pair of earrings each month and they try to make them kind of trendy but not like too weird or different and it just help, will help you to get that perfect accessory for your party look for your christmas look and if you make a great gift oh yeah i think that would be really nice uh, you know i'm thinking about giving it to my cousin for christmas this year yeah. i think yeah. she'd like that yeah, so you can save $5 off your first month subscription. You go to GlamourJewelryBox.com, use code Hallmarkies during checkout, and you can save and get a really cute little surprise every month. So we finished with Lifetime. Whew, finally. <laughs> um, and then there's this other one that you wanted to talk about. This is currently on a, its video on-demand release, right? Or is it a DVD yeah. release right now? Um, and that's a Cinderella story, Christmas Wish, and it will be on Netflix on December 5th, so you might get a review from me later, yeah. but this stars <laughs> Laura Morano from Austin Alley, Greg Sulkin from, well, he was in a lot, and then Isabella Gomez. Um, so what did you think of this, yeah. Rachel? And it has jo- Johanna uh, Newmarch from uh, What Goes the Heart. Ooh, okay. And so I've actually really enjoyed uh, the Cinderella story movies for the mm-hmm. most part. I've liked them. So I was actually looking forward to this and I, I thought it was, it looked pretty cute. Uh, and at least for me, I found it very disappointing. <laughs> I, I did not care for it at all. Uh, I, I just, there are so many songs in this movie and in my opinion, they were not good songs. They were just really? at best. They were very bland pop songs. And I mean, I, and I like like the Disney channel musicals. Mm-hmm. I like them. Uh, but these were, these weren't part of the story at all. These were little literal performances on a stage kind of a thing for the most yeah. part. And I just didn't care for them. And I, by the end, I'm just like, if I hear another song, terrible song, I just, I can't. And I, it wasn't funny enough to overcome how much I hated the songs. And <laughs> I don't know. It just didn't do it for me. I didn't like it. Uh, so I'd give it, mm, it was one of my least favorites of the season so far. So I'd probably give it like a 1.5. Oh my goodness. Uh, I didn't like it. <laughs> it was hard to finish for me. Uh, but if you like those songs, then you'll probably like it better than me. But I just, the, I didn't like it. So 
Yeah. Don't it's recommend it. It's going to come that. out on Netflix on December 5th, and I'm going to be like, oh my goodness, this is the best movie ever. What is we talking about? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's definitely designed for a younger demographic, but like I said, I like those Disney Channel musicals, so I can appreciate something for a different demographic, but uh, just all the songs. <laughs> oh. Crazy person, Uh, but anyway, so there you go. That's my thoughts on Cinderella story. And I didn't tell my uh, my rankings, but uh, I have my Christmas movies 2019. I have watched 27 movies. Oh my goodness! Uh, (laughs) And that's including Hallmark and every everybody else. And I. I just really enjoyed Always and Forever Christmas. I thought it was so cute. Oh. And so I have that at number four for the for the season. And then I have uh, Christmas with a Prince Becoming Royal at 15. I have A Sweet Christmas Romance at 18. Radio Christmas at 19. Christmas Reservations at 22. And Cinderella Story Christmas Wish at 26. Mm, yeah, I only have watched 17 this year so far, so I'm a little bit farther <laughs> behind Rachel. Um, but I have Christmas with a Prince Becoming Royal at number seven. I don't have Rock and Roll Christmas on here because for some reason that movie doesn't exist on this app yet. And then uh, Christmas Reservations I have at number 12, Always and Forever Christmas I have at 14, and Sweet Christmas Romance I have at eight. Oh, yeah, Rock and Roll Christmas where would I put it? Yeah, it's it's not on the It's not app. on this app and I don't know how to put it on there. So <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I would say Rock and Roll Christmas. I'd have it at uh probably hmm, like 11. I'd probably put it at 11. That, it would probably about be about the same. So that would be 28 now. actually that I've seen 28 Christmas yeah. movies. So So I'm only at 17. So I have to watch 11 <laughs> movies. <laughs> To catch up with Rachel. It's not going to happen, but I can try. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. That is my thoughts on the movies. Uh, it's, it, was, it was an interesting mixture, that's for sure. I mean, people that think all of these movies are the same, I mean, we have some pretty good variety, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And we will be talking about the Netflix uh, and Disney Plus movies with Jennifer Chandler. Uh, who's been on the show before on uh, we're going to be recording that on friday so i'm really excited about that oh me too <laughs> gonna be fun you got noel and you have some, lady in the tram yeah 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 holiday in the wild santa girl and let it snow and then, you know what i'm saying all of those because then you can watch them all so that you can listen to our review and yes. know what we're talking about yeah. there we go yeah <laughs> Oh, well, thanks so much, Amos. It was really fun. And uh, so how can people follow you? Uh, you can follow me on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter at It's Amy Craig. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. And uh, make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media, and on iTunes and YouTube. And if you're listening out on iTunes, please give us your ratings and reviews. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. We sure appreciate that. And consider becoming a patron of the channel. We sure appreciate all of our patrons. And we have so much fun talking about all these silly movies. And make sure you check out our merch store where we have some really fun holiday 
inspired uh, merch by J artist Jessica Miller. So definitely check that out. There'll be a link in the description. And uh, so thanks again, Amy, and we'll talk again on Friday. Woo! Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>